All right, all right, all right, all right, guys. I got a got a fun topic, man. Uh, it may not be fun for you, but it's fun for me. Um, so I want to thank you for tuning in at five a.m. with Damian Dixon. Thank you, for, thank you for taking time out of your day. Um, kind of going to tell us some stories, right? Going to tell two two short stories. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't drag out. But basically, like um, I, I just titled this, you know, is you know being a not being a good friend, right, or being a bad friend, right. Some of you know a bad friend. Some of you are a bad friend, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be very honest, man. Very transparent. Like I, I don't really know what. I'm not really sure what a good friend is, right? I think we all know the, the songs and the lyrics and the the, the, the the poems and the love and all that stuff and the romance. But to me, I'm like, man, a good friend is just it's one of those things that it's just hard to find. But more so, are you are you that good friend? So, I got two short stories, right? So I attended college in Huntsville, Texas, right? Back in 2003 through 2006, maybe 02 through 06, maybe long that time frame, right? And um, there were two scenarios, right? And usually, like, you know, um, I mean, if you're a guy, you're a girl, I'm not really sure if, who, how you're listening. But if you're a guy and you're attractive or, you know, girls might want certain things from you. And if you're a girl and you're attractive, you know, certain guys might want certain things from you. So me uh, at that age, I was very just self-absorbed, man. It's kind of in, in my own little headspace, right? Uh, just wanted wanted to travel, wanted to save money. Just really wanted to do my own thing. I was just like, man, I'm on my own. You know, I got my first car. I got a job. You know, I really don't want to be in school right now. I'm just I'm just living right and just just living pretty pretty. I'm gonna be honest, very very, very casual and reckless. So um, there were two situations where um, two people that I mostly I cared about. That's the second person I cared about. Uh, she was my mentor's daughter, and the first person was a coworker. Uh, so, so she was from uh, the first person was a coworker from uh, from uh, I think New York I think or no 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 I'm sorry she was from Houston my, my bad I almost said her name but yeah she was from Houston right so uh, I mean she, she begins working you know at the job everyone who in Huntsville worked at that job because I was probably the biggest the biggest place to work and you know it needs the most people and the most help and you know we were all in college so it just makes sense right. Uh, at that job, you know, they will work on your schedule and all that stuff. So it's perfect. So uh, she and I began talking. But I mean, I'm, I'm going to be very honest. I really wasn't into her. Um, not really sure why I was talking to her, man. I mean, I may have been just loneliness or I really maybe didn't have many friends there. I really wasn't fitting in too well. So I began talking to her. I mean, because she was just she was pretty cool. But, you know, we were headed in opposite directions. Uh, she was very career and school oriented. I was not. Um, I was kind of just wandering around, working, saving up, just kind of going place, place, place without, without purpose. But of course, you know, man, she, she found me to be attractive, right? So I'm speaking to certain people who people might on the outside, okay, wow, man, she's attractive or hey, he, he's attractive, you know? So, you know, once she figured out that I wasn't going to sleep with her, <laughs> you know, uh, I was like, okay, well, you know, when we would hang out at her apartment, you know, we would go places and do things, but I'm like, man, I'm, I'm really not, you know, this is not going to be more. And I think, you know, she was like, wow, blown away. Because, I mean, all, all the other guys wanted to be with her and get with her. But to me, we just didn't, we just didn't mesh, man. Number two, she was very, very impatient. And uh, like I said, I was kind of wandering around myself trying to figure out who I was, where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. And I just didn't have any direction, right? So so basically, like, the, the last time we see each other, we ended up in the car outside my apartment just talking. And she's like, you know, hey. You're a bit, you're a bad friend, and she calls me an asshole pretty much, right? And uh, so I said, okay, you know that's cool. 
Um, I'm, I, and I didn't say anything back. I'm thinking, okay, am I an asshole because I didn't do what you wanted me to do? Am I, am I an asshole because I didn't have sex with you? This is what I'm thinking, but I never said that. So I just said, okay, you know, I respect how you feel, and I got out of the car, and you know, I never saw her again, right? Or maybe I saw her in the future, but you know, you know we didn't speak. So uh, that one experience, I, I've carried that with me since forever, since I had that experience. I'm, I'm 37 now, so that, that may have been you know, roughly 15, 17 years ago, man. Uh, so I just, I may know maybe 15 years ago. And I carried that with me. Because, uh, I mean, like the, this episode is about being a good friend, being a bad friend, right? And for me, if, if telling you no, that I don't have sex with you or I, or I, I can't be this thing you, you need me to be temporarily, then I'm like, I guess I'm a bad friend, right? Uh, but I did heed her words. I, I, I did want to be a better person, a better friend. So the second occasion was in Huntsville as well, right? So we're going to stay in Huntsville. We're not going to move far from Huntsville. We're going to stay in the same location, which is funny. Uh, so basically, like, um, my mentor had two. He had a sonny and he had a daughter. I never I, n- I never met his son. So I, I kind of replaced his son. His son kind of was in, I think, the military or some kind of branch of, of, of the government. He wasn't around. And he had a younger daughter. And of course, you know, <laughs> you hang around someone's house and people automatically assume, okay, you're trying to be with my daughter. But I'm like, no, honestly, no, I'm really trying to, to learn from your, your dad. I mean, because, you know, my dad left. So, yeah, my, my parents divorced, man. So you're trying to fill that gap with, 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 with responsible, you know, goal-oriented men, family men, you know, who are who are sound and stable. So you can become like that, right? So... Basically, uh, one day, uh, I'm not sure if I had left for Houston, I had got a job and I came back to visit him. And I, and I, I was told that she almost died, you know, because she had eaten something and she had some, she had some kind of rupture in her in her in her body. Or, or and so she was on, on a verge of she was very, very sick. So, uh, you know, I just I went straight to I went straight to, to, to the hospital. and I never really spent much time with her one on one talking, talking to her in private. I never really, really, really did that. I know I've texted her off and on, uh, but our, our age gap was so different. I was probably 26, 24. She may have been 18, 17, 19, something like that. I just never saw her even as a little sister. But, I mean, I did attend their church. I've been to their house probably a thousand times, but I never was going there for her. I was going there to, to, to be mentored, to, uh, to watch how her dad carried himself, how he conducted business in church as a leader, as a just as a man, period. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and how to, you know, uh, carry myself as a man. So, so like, like I said, we're in the hospital, and for some reason, it's just she and I, and she's in bed. And she tells me, hey, you know, I, I think you're a bad friend, <laughs> you know? And I'm not sure if she had premeditated and if she had even thought about it. Hell, I really don't know. And I'm like, damn, you know, how, how, how'd you come up? How'd you come up with that? And, I'm, I, and once again, my second occasion where I don't say anything back, I just listen, you know? Uh, so I, I let her say what she had to say, and express how she felt. Um, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm like, I'm here. I'm physically here. I left my home, my job to be here to see how you're doing, to be with your family. But um, the words that she was like, hey, you know, you're a bad friend. So uh, I'm the kind of guy, I mean, I'm, I haven't spoken to her since then. I ha- I'm not really sure what that was about. And I'm not really sure wh- where that came from. But but um, my point here to you today is um, I'm not trying to talk at you. I want to be clear. I'm not trying to talk at you and tell you what kind of person you should and shouldn't be. Because, like I said, I don't know you. I don't know where you are in life. And I don't know um, people to tell you, hey, you know, hey, you know, you're not a good friend or you, you aren't this, you're not that. I mean, I don't I don't know, man. Uh, to me, um, to me, people are where they are. And, yeah, I, I think maybe that there, that there's an expectation. 
I feel if there's an expectation, then tell me that expectation or tell that person that expectation what it is. So he or she doesn't have to read your mind, right? And uh, I'm quite sure she she was right in the second uh, experience. When I was told I'm saying I was told that I'm, I'm not a good friend. I mean, I, I just I just didn't care to be a good friend back then, right? Uh, it just it's just not something that was that was on my radar. Hey man, I gotta be a good friend today. No, I I just think it rats. I just didn't care. But that was I think maybe ten maybe ten maybe ten years ago. I'm 37 now, so. And um, I, I think looking back now, I'm like, man, those were the, the two experiences that really, you know, resonated with me in the, the kind of man that I didn't want to be. So I was clear about that. I knew who I did not want to be like and what I didn't want to do. I knew that I didn't want to, you know, not saying disappoint people and let people down. I mean, you're always going to do that. But um, try try your best to be true to you. Right. And and um, and back then, you know, I, I didn't understand what boundaries were back then. I'm sure I wasn't applying any kind of boundaries to my life or my friendships or anything i was just like i said kind of wandering right those were some very very lonely years <clears throat> for me <clears throat> i worked a lot <clears throat> and um so I, I i do remember both both of their faces on both individuals and how um adamant they were about hey you know being a good friend and i just like i said i just didn't care and I, in either situations i just didn't care but the first um friend and the second friend i just didn't care uh, to make the effort, but I feel like I did the best that I could with what I was, with who and what I had at that time. Let's put it like that, uh, with the capacity that I had, with my my level of maturity and, and my understanding. I did the best that I could. But now today, you know, I use those experiences as a reminder. Hey, you know, uh, make eye contact. You know, be present. Right. Um, don't be selfish. Um, you know, listen to people. And I, I thought that in both instances, in both instances, I did that. So that, that, that that's my encouragement to you guys. It's not to I'm not going to let, let people push you over and be a doormat. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but I would say get an understanding uh, if you can. And if, if, if the relationship is a two way street to where you both can take turns talking and both can take turns sharing, you can hear her side out. She can hear your side out and vice versa. Or he can hear your side out and you can hear his side out. Um I guess, you know, that that would be my um, ideal, you know, outcome and results. Right. Cause I really didn't have a response for either party. You know, uh, I think for the most I think for the first individual, I had more of a response, but I just kind of like just let it slide. Right. And um, so, like, like I said, I wanted to kind of just take those, you know, those two experiences, man, and just kind of put it out there for you guys, man. Um, and I want to just say thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for taking time out of your day to tune in i'm sure that you probably be doing you could probably be doing a thousand other things but you're choosing here to, to be here with me and listen to my voice and like i said yesterday and i'll say it before i'll say it a thousand times i take this this honor very seriously it's a responsibility that, that you have when people are you know hearing you out taking time to listen to you to, to be transparent to be honest and to be vulnerable with people and honestly that's all that i want to do i want to be honest transparent i want to be vulnerable I want to be open and accessible uh, with, with my mistakes, right? With, with my shortcomings, um, you know, just with my failures, right? But more so just you don't have to stay there. And I think for me, I'm glad that I didn't just stay there and like, oh, man, she said this or they said that. Oh, you know, what was me? No, no, man. Hey, you know, you respect that person's opinion. You listen to it objectively and you move on. But you you you, you want to. Well, like I said, you want to be better. You want to be. Uh, you want to grow. And I think for me, I I grew from those experiences, and they and they were not pleasant. Um, 
being called a bad friend or being called an asshole. I mean, th- th- those things are not pleasant labels and, t- and terms that, that we should t- tell people. But I think whenever we're angry and whenever we're frustrated, yeah, we say things, right? So I want to leave you guys with that, man. This is Damien Dixon at 5 a.m. I do want to thank you for tuning in and taking time out of your day. This is probably the longest episode that I've done this whole time since I've been started my podcast. I'm not really sure why, but uh, it was just on my heart. And this is, this is a very difficult topic to talk about, uh, being a good friend versus being a bad friend. And what what and what makes a good friend, right? And you know what makes a bad friend, and 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 who's the standard, who's the judge, right? So, uh, I, I think of course the Bible talks about you know how a friend loves at all times. A friend, you know, will will stick closer to than a brother, and a friend will be honest with you and tell you how they feel about you, and um and you can you can take it to the bank because I mean because you know, he or she's your friend. So, I I think that we're all. We all can learn a little bit and be open-minded to learning about how to be a better friend. So let's try and use this quarantine time to to, to be better friends. Even if, like I said, just a phone call, uh, even if it's a text message, even if it's just, you know, taking time to to check on a neighbor, right? Let's, let's try and be better friends. So thank you again. God bless.